This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Life is a highway. And on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hello everyone, and welcome to the Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League podcast with me, Matt Ford. And me, John Richardson. This is the podcast where we usually talk about FPL, but since there's been no PL, there's certainly no FPL. I don't even know if there's F anymore. Uh, I don't know if anything exists. Well, it does. And something that does exist, John, is you. And you are now officially an old git Happy 40th birthday, and on behalf of all the listeners, the production staff, the executive producers, our commissioners, our funders, let me just say, (laughs) happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, Mr. Grumpy, happy birthday to you. I have to say, your George Galloway gets better and better. That is. Let me tell you, Mr. Richardson, on the day of your 40th birthday, which you celebrate like a decadent Western pig. I am a Western pig. You are. Certainly a pig. How does it feel to be 40, old man? My ankle hurts and I can't sleep past 7am. These things have all kicked in in the last day. It's very annoying. How did it feel Uh, when you first woke up then? Because on the day that we're recording this, it was your birthday yesterday. You're now 40 years old. Did you wake up and feel old, old man? Uh, (laughs) Let's be clear. You are six weeks from turning 40? Yep. Young man? I'm in my 30s. You're in your 40s. You hanging around with me is... (laughs) Is it becoming weird? (laughs) Oh, cradle snatcher Rico hanging around with me. Um... I think I probably feel better than you, actually. Oh. Well, I've got a hangover, so that doesn't help. And there's no football, certainly not league football, unless you count England internationals in the nations. What is it? The trophy, the nation's uh, teapot? What is this ridiculous waste of time that we have to endure? It's not a waste of time. The I league love it. It's has the to be league. finished. What? We've got a big league on. We don't have time for this. We have to break off from the league anyway in the middle of winter to go and celebrate the fact that football is broken and the powers that be should all be in prison. So why are we having a weekend off now? My Ooh. birthday weekend. I should have been going to a Leeds game on my birthday weekend. It's all old and grumpy. It's not like it was in the good old well, days. You kid, it I, re- uh, I remember '66. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't break off. The boys would play a league game. They'd get straight on the coach, and then they'd play an international game, and that's how it was. And then they'd go back to a two up, two down, and have steak, chips, and peas. Remember old John from last series? Yeah, you keep asking me to do that voice again, and I can't remember what voice I did. It was that kind of. Yeah, it was similar to how you did it there. You've made him too cockney there. He was cockney there. Well, that wasn't old John. That was just an old man. Well, that's all you are now. Old man. Do you feel older? 
Does it change um, your mindset at all? Do you go, well, I'm in my 40s now. I'm, I'm in a different place. Yeah, well, listen, it's hard when you trade on your youth like I do. I'm known as a sort of young buck of the comedy world. That's, yeah. what, that's what people who come to my shows think, oh, he's going to roller skate onto the stage in his uh, leg warmers and, you know, snort a load of Tang Fastics and talk about the new Anne-Marie album. Yeah, skinny um, jeans, BBC Three, T4, cool haircut. That's Rico, slightly androgynous. I say things like, this show's going to get lit. Yeah, um, mic drop. So, you know, obviously those coming to, I, I would expect my next tour show in Norwich, for example, will be very different to the one I, I did in Canterbury last week. Oh, tell me about Canterbury. Have you got um, a story from Canterbury, a, a sort of Canterbury um, anecdote? God, if only there was a phrase. Yeah, I certainly, uh, certainly indulged in a few Canterbury ales. <laughs> <laughs> You're definitely old. You're so old. What's it like being old? Well, you know, with with age comes experience and wisdom, and and that's how I come to be five two up in the uh, in the fantasy. League, ah, you know. but granddad, ah, see, this is the ah, thing you're forgetting already, ah. old man. You were five to up in your thirties. We yeah. haven't played a competitive week since you got old. No. Well, how do you feel about the upcoming week? Because you, uh, as, as you know, with youth, you're constantly ejaculating, aren't you, you young people? So you, uh, to, I, I believe you used the phrase "spunked your wild card up the wall." Um, you used that in game week eight to sneak a victory in a in a dreadful game week. Look at your team now and tell me whether you feel that you. Use that wild card wisely, and that that team that you picked purely to win game week eight is actually going to do you any good in game week nine. Was that your tummy? I don't know. Maybe I had a little, and it didn't come from this end, so it must have come from your end. His guts have given out. He just soiled himself. I have just had a uh, vegan breakfast. Ooh, was it good? Well, I mean, it's too much fiber. First thing, if you're a fiber, vegan. what do they put on it? Well, you don't get you don't get the, the you know the 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 traditional English breakfast contains the dried and salted chemical adult uh, rotting flesh mm. of the pig, and what yes. that does is bind up the guts of the middle aged man, thus ensuring that he he although his farts might stink, he doesn't cack himself <laughs> mid afternoon, but. The problem with the vegan breakfast is you have a few beers, you go downstairs, you have a big bowl of fruit, a big glass of orange juice, a hot coffee, and then a range of, albeit beautifully prepared, delicious vegetables, and your guts say, so what are we doing then today? Full evac? Have you got anything on? Or are you just going to be on the toilet all day? That's the problem with the vegan breakfast. Isn't the idea of a vegan breakfast that you have a vegan sausage? You yes. don't just have a plate of veg. You don't get broccoli and spinach, do you? Uh, well, it depends. I, I, you know, it's, it's obviously been a special weekend for me. I've had a cooked breakfast now two days in a row. Lads, Go on, lads, boy. lads. Uh, so yesterday, what do you think was on my breakfast yesterday on, on the subject of greens? This will shock the listener. Okay, so tell me where you were. Morecambe. I was at a cafe called The Hidden Gem. And what part of the country is that in? Uh, Yorkshire. Yorkshire. Okay, and if you're if you're... If you're prepared to give me this information, would you call it sort of trendy and modern or traditional? Oh, do you know, you've been there. It's the cafe I took, you, Lucy and I took you to when you stayed at our house. I know it. I love it. Okay. Therefore, I'm going to say um, there is broccoli on there. Yes, there is. Tender stem broccoli. Yeah, and I liked it. I had yeah. a veggie breakfast when I came and I thought it was a good addition to it. 
I remember you carping like a bitch when you got it on your plate. <laughs> I remember having to calm you down, actually. Oh, yeah. I was going to make it works. It really works. Yeah, I, I've got a temper, but I also plan. So what I do is I flip other people's tables. I've sort of got the anger that makes me want to tear up a cafe of an England fan. But I also know I want to eat my breakfast. And if I flip my own table up, that'll have consequences for me. So what I do is I go around flipping other people's tables. So you, you had a nice veggie breakfast yesterday, and now you're at a hotel where you've had... Is it fair to say a different type of veggie breakfast? And is it not been as good? Uh, no, it was. It was delicious. It was hash browns. It was beans. It was mm. mushroom. It was tomato. But the sausage in question, rather than a sort of mock meat protein, was okay. it's a sausage. I know you're a fan of. I can't stand mashed potato with bits of peas and carrots. Oh, school dinner a vegetarian sausage. sausage. Awful. It's not a sausage. It's it's at best. <laughs> pretentious bubble and squeak that thinks it's a sausage and it's not i don't mind it i don't mind a bit of bubble and squeak but give me a sausage as well don't shape my bubble and squeak into a sausage pretend you've killed two birds with one stone just a couple of things i don't think anyone's ever going to call 1980s bird's eye vegetarian sausages pretentious i don't think anyone has ever been served one of those things and gone you pretentious secondly john they're giving you mashed potato because you're old They've seen the old man <laughs> yeah. come down in his big pants and have gone filling full of mash because <laughs> it's going to come out his anus in about five minutes anyway. Well, you expect me to chew this? You chew it and then give it back to me. I can't be chewing this at my age. Peas. Did some? Did did um, a member of the nursing staff sit next to you and spoon it into your mouth? No, but I did have a very awkward um, birthday dinner. So Lucy booked uh, a favourite restaurant of ours from uh, in Surbiton, where we used to live, uh, on my birthday weekend. Uh, Lovely. A table for two, and then uh, her train got cancelled and she didn't arrive. So I had my birthday dinner on my own, sat at a table with a happy 40th birthday glitter all over it and a specially printed menu, sat in the window in a busy restaurant and was stared at and mocked. And the waiting staff, I have to say, I don't think they quite believed that I had a wife whose train had been cancelled. I think they thought I'd booked a special lunch on my own. They delivered my meal like they were delivering a care package to a war zone. Oh. They were sort of proud of themselves for doing it, but I'll tell you now, they couldn't wait to get the fuck away from me. <laughs> okay, so uh, I have a lot of questions. One, why didn't you travel together? I don't know if I've mentioned this, but I was on tour in Canterbury and my wife was at home with our daughter. So okay. uh, we were due to meet in London and uh, three trains okay. in a row got cancelled. That that That's her argument. That's what she's saying. Well, did you check the National Rail website or app? Uh, no, but I did have increasingly tearful conversations with her. I was actually fine with it. Um, she was getting very upset. She was saying, oh, no, I'm not going to make it. I can't believe it. Uh, what do you want to do? I said, I'm going to go anyway. Of course I'm going to yeah. go anyway. It's a nice restaurant. I've got a book with me. Um, I'll have a few drinks and uh, I'll enjoy my dinner. Oh, hang on a minute. Oh, Something else comes. happened, didn't it? That you're not telling people, Mr. Prankster boy. What? You texted in to I a did. leading national radio show and fooled the host. <laughs> I did. I can't didn't believe you? you fell for it. I texted you on uh, what, what, uh, what's it called? Rock and roll um, football on absolute radio. You knew full well what it's called. Yeah. Um, got you up line and sinker, didn't I? A, a text about the Nottinghamshire Reds. What was it from a guy called Blue Ball? Blue Ball. Yeah. Um, well, I texted in the guise of, I mean, 
blue balls. Yeah, well, now you say it, actually, it makes my birthday experience even more tragic that while I was having my birthday dinner on my own, I texted into a radio station to get a shout out for myself under the guise of uh, somebody else. Um, so so I you were listening lads, to me. I've got the text now. Well, I, yeah, we, we were messaging, weren't we? Because you were pretending that you weren't coming to have a drink with me later on. Your wife had very thoughtfully arranged a, a wonderful surprise birthday party, and I wasn't going to be the sort of chump who gives that away, even if I thought you'd rumbled it. Yeah. No way. I, I, I thought it would be... You have to keep the element of surprise. Admirable uh, commitment to the lie. You lied to me. I know you were all trying to do a nice thing, but you lied to me. I didn't lie to you, did I? I didn't say I wasn't going to see you later. You lied to me. You, you didn't tell me that you were all meeting up to celebrate my birthday Hang with on. me, and that was a lie. So you were annoyed that people arranged a party for you? You all lied to me. You deceived an old man. I've not, I don't know how long I've got left. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Talking of deception, read out the filth that you had me read out, and I truly believed it was from a genuine member of the public. Do you know I got you straight away? First, first word, lads! Exclamation mark. <laughs> and I thought I'll appeal to, I'll appeal to his baser instincts. He thinks he's this cool DJ who's got an army of fans who <gasps> think they're the lads, DJ. the lads in the studio, DJock. Um, lads, can you wish a happy fortieth birthday to Blue Ball? Massive Forest fan who can't wait for next season in the Championship when you can get served quicker at the bar again. Oh, I bet you were delighted with yourself, weren't you? Ah, oh, well, I just thought you knew. I just thought, uh, given that, uh, uh, not not to let the listener into too much of a window into what a simple man you are, but simultaneously while I sent that text, we were texting about the fact it was my 40th birthday. So I thought, surely, the fact that we are having two text conversations about 40th birthdays, a little alarm bell will ring. 40th birthdays. That's the other thing. I can't talk at the moment. I had an incident on stage in Canterbury where I got so many words wrong, I thought I was developing some sort of neurological condition. You are old. Uh, uh, well, I, I, things are starting to go. Um and it appears it's it's consonants first that are disappearing at a rate of knots. Well, but yeah, I can't believe. And and I mean, who who calls themselves Blue Ball? I obviously it did cross my mind that it might be you, but it, yeah. it didn't cross my mind for long or deep enough. I, no, well, I, I actually you did get me with that. I am thick, but very oddly, you, the text before that you read out was yes, from somebody was from in Morecambe, someone who'd been to the ranch house. Yeah. And Incredible. That wasn't me. But it was a good show, I have to say. You did very well. 
um, to do a football show when there was no football. It was very funny, and I enjoyed it, and you kept me company on my sad, lonely dinner. Every Saturday, two till five. Um, But on behalf of all of us, John, seriously, happy birthday. The party was great. Um, Yes, thank you to you for coming, and thank you to my wife for organising a party, and thank you to Ruby Turner for singing in the pub that I met my wife in. One of the most special moments of my life. Very special. She's an exceptional talent. It was phenomenal. It was very, very cool. So happy birthday to you. Obviously, um, this week... Say it was very, very cool. You weren't watching, you turd. You got shushed. Who did I get shushed by? You got shushed because you were talking during... I would rather go blind, which uh, is uh, probably the best live performance I've ever seen. Ruby Turner singing I Would Rather Go Blind in a back room of a pub. It was absolute, it was a spiritual moment. And I say that as a man without a soul. And you got shushed by Shappy Corsandy because you were talking. No, I was trying to shush Pete Furman and I got shushed for shushing. No, you lying turd. You were in the corner hammered. Shattering away. I knew you were hammered when I saw you drinking cider. There's always a red flag staggered over with a bottle of Rattler. Yeah. Damn it. Damn it. I didn't ruin the party, did I? You ruined a spiritual moment. No, don't you dare. Don't say that because I did in the morning think, oh God. I vaguely remembered getting shushed. I was like, oh no, don't tell me I was the prick. Yeah. Well, it was the bit where you turned around and said, don't you shush me. I'm fing talking about. Nottingham Forest here. <laughs> I didn't do that. And then you threw a pint at the stage. He said, I hate music and I hate all of you. Do you not remember any of that? And I went, play some Oasis. Yeah, put some Oasis on for my mate Blue Ball. <laughs> it was wonderful. Um, the football this week, of course, there was lower league. There was Nations League football, which we know you hate. Uh, a thrill, yeah. thriller. There was lower league football, England versus Germany. Oh, get over it. So <laughs> let's just deal with this at the start, because Harry Maguire is getting a load of abuse. I really like Harry Maguire, and it's obvious to me right. what's happening is the sheer level of abuse he's getting is affecting him. People need He's being bullied by a country. It's driving me mad. I actually am more offended by the treatment of Gareth Southgate than yes. Harry Maguire. Yes. There was an interview. Did you see the inter- I didn't see the game. I was celebrating my birthday. But I did see the interview before the game where the interviewer asked Gareth Southgate, so has it occurred to you that um, if the game doesn't go well, then perhaps a full Wembley won't be the atmosphere that you want? Yes, I saw that clip. I thought it was appalling. You had a real twinkle in your eye when you said that. It was yeah. awful. It was such a horrible... The tone of the interview was horrible. But you know what? I'm glad he said that. We're a penalty shootout away yes. from the only tournament win of our lifetime under Gareth Southgate with a team that nobody expected to do anything. Yeah. And the only final of our lifetime. And yeah. he's done this on the back of a World Cup semi-final. And I, I was glad that he said that because I think sometimes the public don't see what people in the public eye have to put up with, whether it's people like Gareth Southgate, Go politicians, on, mate. whatever. Go on, mate. On yourself, but people like me... No, no, no. No, I'm talking about elite level. and Those guys of us that are out there on the front line trying to generate content. He's obviously used to some broadcasters being slightly sly with him. You know, they're all nice and nice to your face. They get a quote and then they write it up in a way that doesn't reflect the tone of the conversation you had with Mm. them. And I was glad he said that. This is a remarkable man who... Do you know what? I think Gareth Southgate's the closest thing to a prime minister we've ever had as an England manager. And I think he, mm. and I mean that as a compliment in terms of a responsible one. I think 
once he gets to a point where he thinks he can't do the job and, and can't make England successful, I think he would go. I think it's his for as long well, as he Well, I've it. said this before. I hope he does go. I don't want to see a good man, and I think Gareth Southgate is a good man, and I can say that as a man who's urinated next to him. Um, oh, I yeah. didn't look at his willy out of Your respect. Your pals. The, the esteem in which I hold Gareth Southgate stopped me looking at his cock. And there's there's not many England managers' cocks I wouldn't have looked at, but I chose to let Gareth's penis remain a mystery to me because I respect the man. And I hope that he doesn't have to suffer the indignity of a Qatar World Cup because I think he's better than that. And I think he should leave. And I think he should have the memory of that wonderful tournament last summer, home tournament in which we did very well, thanks to the beautiful Calvin Phillips. It's a memory that we should hold. want us to win the World Cup, and I think he's our best chance. And We're not going to. Remember the lead-up to Euro 96, all the um, Gaza stuff and the dentist chair, the run-up to Italia 90. In fact, for most of Italia 90, Bobby Robson was under siege. I don't know. Maybe in a way this oddly sort of galvanises them all and they've got something to prove. I mean, you saw the way that Kane celebrated his penalty last night. There's a group of players who are obviously slightly sick of the treatment they're getting. I mean, it's mad. It is I know that history could talk about football fans being fickle and everything, but mm. it was only like a couple of songs like last year. Yeah. We got to the final and he's a god. And already people are getting rest. I just think there's an element of football fans that will always be idiots. 83% of England fans want Gareth Southgate out. I don't believe that. I don't believe well, that. It's a fact. Based on who and what and where, when, why? A, a poll I conducted last night of seven England fans. Hang on. Um, so what's 83% of, of seven then? Quick, go on. Come on, old man. Well, I was sort of, I think six sevenths won't be far off, will it? That, that, that's the figure I was going in my God. head. Six out of seven, 0.85. So it's, it's actually 86%. But I think off the top of my head, I'm quite happy with those stats. I think, to, you know, to come up with a, a very low fraction that roughly equates to 83%. At my age... Yeah. You know, and you've got to, I'm sat here in a puddle of my own piss. I think I've done quite well there. Your little milky eyes. When the door opens now, you, you don't quite look in the right direction. You, you're always slightly looking to the side or over someone now. Fardy, is that you? Oh. Six sevenths of five is not point eight five. Is Gareth Southgate? Yeah, 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 whatever. Time for your bed bath. The worst, I'd love a bath. There's only a shower here, but I do need to sit down and rest these old joints. Oh, um, have you washed yet today, talking of which? No. God. What a weird question to ask. You young people are obsessed with flesh. <laughs> you love you love water and skin, don't you, you young people? Our shower's broken, so I had to just ah, stand so in the bath. Ah, so you haven't washed? No, no, no. This is where we differ old man. I had to stand in the shower, just turn the tap on and just splash water over myself like an elephant in a bad zoo. (laughs) (laughs) I had no idea where that sentence was going. That was running away from me like some mad cart. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I did, you know. I laughed at my own uh, line. Always tricky as a comedian, isn't it? You can't be properly clean. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're not you are you using the tap in the bath, or you, you made that sound like you're using the tap from the sink and sort of cupping no, no. the water and then splashing the bath. it on yourself. Tap in the bath, tap in the bath, tap in the bath. I use the tap in the bath, and 
um, soaked myself up with um, oh, lotion. God. What's it called? This is like Shower the opposite gel. of a sexy phone call. Do you want to speak to soapy men in your area? <laughs> <laughs> so I soaked Use myself up. Use a tap of the bath and I get myself all lathered up, right up me crack, and then uh, I sort of cup the water and I spoon it all over me hairy boobs. <laughs> yeah. Right, thank you. But then I got a, um, oh, what's it called? Not a handkerchief. A flannel. And then just scrubbed it all off. <laughs> so I've had a thorough wash. Probably more thorough than a shower, actually. You make it sound like grouting. More abrasive, yeah, yeah. It was like a sort of, um, I imagine, sort of like a you know prison. Right. What's up with your shower? Well, we've got one of those things where the, the shower thing is connected to the bath tap, but it's yeah, cracked off. But it's a permanent fixture, it so it's cracked off. So we've had to just order one of them rubber ones off the internet. Which, oh, again, really? sounds like a funny phone call. Yeah. Oh, I've not seen one of them for years. Very, I know. Very I'm reminiscent of the 80s, those yes. uh, rubber shower things. So hopefully it works. The shape of the tap might make it tricky. No, but it, look, we're just <laughs> Do you feel like... I always, when I use them and you sit in the bath, I always feel like a big baby because yeah. it's sort of like washing a baby, isn't it? When you're sort of squatting, sat in the bath, showering yourself down. There's something quite undignified, I think, about showering yourself down from a seated position yeah you always feel like um certainly the small of your back is not getting the attention it would get if you stood up yeah. in the shower because you can just sort of rotate like a rotisserie chicken can't you when you stood up in the shower yeah. and you basically just spin around on the spot you pirouette and yeah. the force of the impact will will deal with a lot of the um crud <laughs> but obviously if you just plonked down you, you haven't got the wiggle room it's an uncomfortable gig it's like washing a dog that's just rolled in shit. Talking of which. Hello. Hello at cpfpl.com. Now, obviously, last season we explored the curse, and I think on some level the curse mm. is still out there, but this it endless is. talk of shit eating has. Yes. Well, I don't know if you saw the headline this week. Various yeah. news outlets. I'm going to read the headline in the Manchester Evening News. Woman spends three days in hospital after her daughter's dog accidentally did a poo on her face while she was asleep. <laughs> and the byline is the quote, it was disgusting and I was hurling violently for hours after. I just couldn't get the taste out of my mouth. This is from what, the Daily Star? Sorry? This is like a Daily Star story. This is in the Manchester Evening News. So that I would say that adds a, a, a credible element to it. Yeah. So I'm going to read this out to you. You ready? Yes, please. A woman spent three days in hospital after her daughter's dog accidentally did a poo on her face while she was asleep. Amanda Gomo, 51, was taking an afternoon nap with Chihuahua Bell when the pooch became ill and had violent diarrhoea. Uh, uh. The mum of three was asleep with her mouth open, top oh. and tailing with Bell, when the messy accident occurred and some got in her mouth. She oh. ran to the bathroom to be sick, but later ended up in hospital with a gastrointestinal infection passed on from her pooch. Amanda from Bristol said, I was having my afternoon nap with Belle like I always do when I f suddenly felt something squirt in my mouth. <laughs> I rushed to the bathroom and my son was in the shower, so before I washed it out, I had time to take a quick snap. It was disgusting and I was hurling violently for hours after. I just couldn't get the taste out of my mouth. Oh, my word. Oh, my God, that's disgusting. I mean, I would take issue with the phrase accidentally. Poops in her mouth. You think the dog did it on purpose? Well, I would say if you sleep in such close proximity to a dog's anus, <laughs> that if that dog shits, it goes in your mouth, that's on you, I think. That's not really – that's like 
accidentally, you know, sticking your hand in a thresher. Your hand shouldn't be near it. You shouldn't have a dog's anus close to your gaping, sleeping mouth. Yeah, I mean, especially a chihuahua as well. Like, it's a small yeah, dog. Yeah, it's a so- small dog, isn't it? When it says topping and tailing. It's basically like putting on a fake moustache. She just draped the dog across her sleeping mouth and it's crapped on her. For it to reach a chihuahua. I mean, I guess if it's got the squits, then maybe you get a bit of force and, and, you know, it'd be like, you know, when you um, squirt something out of a LucasAid sport bottle, that little kind of sports sphincter where you you do get pressure that would add velocity and, and distance. But still, I mean, it's not a St. Bernard, is it? It's a chihuahua. It must have actually been sleeping on her face. Let, let's just make it clear. We wish her well, and the thoughts of everyone at the CPFPL community are, are with her Absolutely. while she recovers. But don't have your dog in your bed. No, but you talk about shit eating. Yeah. You know what? It's starting to bloody well happen out there. Do you think this might be the start of a sort of national plague of people being having their mouths shut into by animals? If you've been affected by animal mouth shitting, please get in touch. Hello at cpfpl.com. This is your typical radio ad while eating a Crunch Bar. This is Automatic of Auto's Used Cars. This weekend only, we're having a whale. Bring the kids. See for yourself. It is huge. Gonna make a big splash. No other dealer can say they have a whale like this. When things sound dull, turn up the fun with Crunch. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Velux XC. Juvederm Velux XC is an ejectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Velux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. So, John, to celebrate Harry Kane's curse being well and truly over, I have signed up with Harry's Razors for a trial set. They sent me an expertly engineered handle, a five-blade cartridge crafted by artisans in a German factory, and it comes with a precision trimmer. The set's also got foaming shave gel for effective lubrication and a travel blade cover for when you're on your travels. I mean, it's exactly what you would imagine a travel blade cover to be, but you get one. You also get a free hydrating night lotion. I know how much you need to hydrate yourself at night. So a Harry's kit is exactly what you need to keep that dry, peeling face from dropping off your very skull. So 
Dear listeners, you can get the very same. If your skin is as bad as John's, then get it now. Support our podcast and start your own skincare journey by redeeming a free Harry's trial set. All you need to do is pay £3.95 to cover delivery. Just go to harrys.com slash comedians and have your trial set and free night lotion delivered to your door. That's harrys.com slash comedians. John, uh, are you sitting down? Yes. Excellent. I've got some very exciting news. <gasps> You've ordered me a new chair. <laughs> no, better. We've been approached to make our very own CPFPL beer to accompany the podcast with Leeds's very own Kirkstall Brewery. I think we should open it up to the listeners to suggest. Get in touch. What should the comedians playing FPL beer taste like? Email us at hello at cpfpl.com with some suggestions. And for a bit of inspiration, Kirkstall are known for their delicious cask beers like Three Swords and Dissolution, as well as modern hoppy beers like Virtuous and Judicious. So what should it be like? Should it be dark and bitter like John's soul? Or should it be light and positive, sparkling and popular like... um? One of my mates. As well as brewing great beer, they also own some of the best pubs in West Yorkshire, like the Kirkstall Bridge Inn and the Cardigan Arms in Leeds, the Sparrow Beer Cafe in Bradford, and their own tap room at the brewery on Kirkstall Road. I'm going to do a pub crawl around all of them. Listeners can get 20% off everything on Kirkstall's online shop with the code CPFPL20. And look out for a very special collaboration beer from us and Kirkstall very soon. Just visit the website kirkstallbrewery.com and click on shop oh actually can, can i get a little plug for my london dates in i'll just do it in a way that no goes. no no I'll just link in after um other bits and no. pieces so just hold on i'll just get my dates up now thanks guys do you want me to give you a do you want me to give you a tea yeah go on then shall i queue you up yeah yeah go on hey um when are you next going to uh die on your ass at a gig <laughs> You're a a piece of work. Um, I'm doing three London shows. Um, The final performances of my Clowns to the Left of Me, Jokes to the Right tour, which obviously, the last time I performed it, Boris Johnson was Prime Minister and the Queen was our monarch. And now we've got Liz Truss on King Charles. So uh, it will be fully updated in time for... Yeah, if you want to see some out-of-date political material. (laughs) No, fully updated, exclusive bonus new content. Your I'm show's more like an iPhone. It's constantly updating. You're exactly. I'm playing the Leicester Square Theatre on the 18th of October, and I'm playing the Bloomsbury Theatre on the 21st and the 28th of October. So the last three performances of this show, which includes, yes, topical political searing satire, but also silly football stuff and, you know, just, just general bants. You know, if you're into this, you're into that. You know what I mean, John? Do you do a Liz Truss impression? You'll have to come and see. No, then. I'm working on it, mate. And it'll I wouldn't be work on it too hard. She'll be out by the time you do your show. The international debut of my Liz Truss impression will exclusively be on the 18th of October 2022 at the Holy Leicester Square Fit. You can get tickets for that at mattford.com slash 2022 tour. Just go to mattford.com. It'll be obvious from there. All right. Cheers. Mattford.com. What comes up? Oh, there you are. Look, it's a wonderful poster. It's a really good tour poster. It's a good poster, isn't it? It's more that I want to get three more uses out of it, really. You've got a lot of tabs, haven't you? Yeah, it's... it's... A sign you're doing all right. Do you think? How many tabs do you think you've got on your website? Well, I've got the website open so I can see. Nine tabs. That's all right, isn't it? Somebody's a big boy. Uh, uh, 
I, I worry. What do you worry about? Too many tabs. It's a lot of tabs. 2022 UK tour, political party live, political party podcast, book, press, about, videos, contact, mailing list. Are you ashamed of the podcast, mate? Don't see anything about the bloody podcast there, do we? Let's see what it says on your about section. Matt is one of the oh, two. What How would you doing? feel if I read your website blurb out to you? Matt is one of the country's most in-demand satirists. When did you write that? I didn't write this. Having appeared on the Royal Variety Performance. Every word, precision engineered. Mock the Week, Rory Bremner's Coalition Report, an election report, 8 out of 10 cats, question time, this week, and John Richardson grows up. Nice to get a nod in paragraph one. Well, there you go, you see. Uh, It probably does need... Oh, my God, it does need updating. 2015, so take his sell-out, critically acclaimed 2014 Edinburgh Festival. (laughs) (laughs) He's come back. All right, I'll get on to him. I'll get it updated, all right? Yeah, do that, mate. Let me get the listeners to do a biog for you. Yeah, write a biog for Matt Ford. Why don't you... Um, send us in hello at cpfpl.com an up-to-date blurb for Matt Ford where you list all his accomplishments and things he's good at and I think I'm right in saying this Matt you will pledge to have that put on your website in the next week yes well obviously if one of them is genuinely good enough then yes if there's one I I really like and I think wow that's nailed it then bang on man Okay, fine. But let me make this clear. I don't want you to do it properly. Don't list his accomplishments. Write about him puking up in a Toby car for him being a mess. Lovely. Lovely bit of business. Well, John, happy birthday. That's all we've got time for this episode. We'll be back later on in the week with another episode. And if you want some more of this nonsense, don't forget we're launching a subscription service on anotherslice.com where you can get bonus episodes of the podcast, unheard content from these regular episodes and lots of other extras. You'll still be able to get this regular show for free, but go to anotherslice.com forward slash CPFPL for details. First exclusive episode is on the platform now, and here's a little taste. I said, uh, what I always ask, you know, I I didn't particularly enjoy those years, so I I like to see whether the youth of today have it as hard as we had it. And I I wouldn't want to be young now. I didn't enjoy it then. I think it's even worse now in terms of the options available and the world you're facing. So I said, does he know what he wants to do? And the taxi driver said, no, he's uh, he's just discovered fingering. Remember, send us new format and strand ideas you want to hear on the podcast this season. Tweet at ComediansFPL or email hello at cpfpl.com. We're on Instagram. Uh, search for Comedians Playing FPL. We're on Facebook at ComediansFPL. And if you get the chance, please leave a nice review on wherever you get your podcasts because that's nice to do, isn't it? It's nice. What goes around comes around. You leave a nice review for us and I'll come to where you work and tell everyone you're great. Bye. 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 Bye.